You are listening to the Sober Dad Podcast, where we talk about raising kids and not glasses. Hey, and welcome to episode 27 of the Sober Dad Podcast. Change of plans for today. I know in the last episode I told you there'd be an interview. We had to reschedule due to family stuff. So I'm doing that interview tomorrow morning. So that should be up soon after. So instead, I wanted to go over a little fun thing that I've observed, and I'll get into that in a second. But first, remember to share the show, like the show, subscribe, all that jazz, and just spread the word, please. And that's how we get out to people that need to hear it. So today I wanted to do a fun episode about my observations of people in the AA program or just 12-step programs in general. This is in no way disparaging to those people or the programs themselves. I don't mean for it to be mean or anything like that. It's just kind of interesting to me, kind of fun. So basically, I observe different people and their behaviors, their actions, mannerisms, and kind of made a list of the types of people that you can see and experience in recovery programs or what have you. So the first one I got is the golden child. This was me for the first few months. Shows up early, stays late, makes coffee, sets up, volunteers to do pretty much anything the group needs. The person is like a like an energy drink for the group kind of their enthusiasm is contagious gets other people more excited about group activities and doing things so generally the golden child's like a newcomer like i was and they just are up for anything volunteer to read volunteer to make coffee all that stuff and to follow that up, I wanted to talk about the newcomer. The newcomer is like a caterpillar. They have the potential to become any other kind of member that I am have on this list. They start one of two ways, usually. They're either shy and quiet, and they try to blend in, stay quiet, um, get in and out real quick, not really make eye contact with anybody. They generally don't share. That's exactly what I was like in my first meeting. And then there's the other kind that are the opposite. They're bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, excited to be there, can't wait to share, want to meet everybody, get phone numbers, all that stuff. And they have a high likelihood of becoming the golden child, the, uh, the excitable ones, because they are just up for anything. And for me, I was, like I said, the first one, the quiet, shy one. But once I started hearing what I wanted to hear, what I needed to hear there, it made it a lot easier to open up. So my second meeting, I was a lot more like the bright-eyed, bushy-tailed one, and that evolved into the golden child. Next, we have the tardy student. So this person, the only thing you can count on is the fact that they will be like 15 minutes late to the meeting every time. They are very consistent about being late to the meeting. Not sure if it's like a work 
obligation thing where they just get out at that time or if they are strategically trying to avoid having to read any of the things at the beginning of a meeting like the preamble how it works 12 step or 12 traditions those kind of things without fail they always show up just right after all the pleasantries at the beginning are done oftentimes also missing the topic of the meeting altogether so when they're called on they either pass or just say whatever it is they wanted to say anyway so you can always count on these people like clockwork to be about 15 minutes late and the next one everyone knows them loves them the old timer everyone has heard of that they have many years in the program often they have more years in the program than half the people in the program have been alive uh, they're a pretty good font of knowledge when they share everyone seems to pay attention and there's always something good that you can get out of that and my advice is to listen up when one of these people speaks and just try to take a nugget of knowledge from them because they have been around a while and they've seen a thing or two because they've yeah, I was going to mess up that analogy. They know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. There it is. Also, if you hear grunting and stuff in the background, that is Daisy. She's hanging out with me. So, got my five-month-old here with me. Now we have the prodigal son. This is someone who's well-known in the group. They've been around and in the group for years and they're friendly with most people, but then they just kind of disappear one day. No one really knows what happened. Generally, they go back out and start drinking again or drugging or whatever it was. Or they just had life happening and, you know, hopefully they stayed sober while they were out, but they were just gone for a while. And then one day they just come back in and everyone's super excited to see them super happy and it kind of just changes the whole mood of the meeting you know it makes everybody a little a little more excited to be there oh what's up james then we have the talker these people love to share they don't let any burning desire go to waste no matter the topic they always have something to say usually insightful always exceeds the time limit for sharing like every time they'll just keep going and going and going and then you can look around the room and see people kind of zoning out and looking around at each other waiting for the person to wrap it up and they're not fond of long silences if there's a pause in the meeting they're usually the one to initiate conversation again or start sharing and you can always count on them to kick things off when it's getting a little dead then we have the book thumpers so these guys live and breathe the program they know the whole book front to back they can quote it verbatim on the spot and they always know the right chapter or quote to complement their share they're a good source of knowledge about the program itself, and they can also help with sobriety, recovery stuff, 
you can always go to them with a question and they'll direct you to where it is in the book. All the answers to life are in the book and they make pretty good sponsors. Their sponsorship style definitely is heavy on the book studying, but they will get the job done when it comes to their sponsees. Now we come to the hard ass. These guys tell it like it is. They don't spare anyone's feelings. They often have a lot of overlap with the book thumper and the old timer. <clears throat> Their methods are harsh. They rub some people the wrong way. Uh, but sometimes they can say something that you need to hear. They're pretty tough as sponsors go, and if you follow their guidance, they will be great sponsors and fiercely loyal to you, but they can be strict. Then we have the chair filler. This person's there to mostly keep a chair warm. They might share or just pass. They don't seem to talk to anyone before or after the meeting. They might only be in the program to fulfill some court ordered obligation or to appease a family member they don't really seem to want to be there but the upside to this is if they keep coming back then there's a chance that they could hear something that they need to or find that they want to be there and they need to be there and then they can become the golden child or one of the other ones you know but just at first, they start out just being there because they have to be, not because they want to be. And finally, we have the relapser. I know that might sound kind of mean, but I was considering calling them coin collectors. So, you know, take what you will. These guys usually get some time together, be it days, weeks, months, but they always seem to find a way to relapse and slip. And they come in, sometimes they're pretty at peace with it, other times they're dejected, frustrated, angry. And in those times when they are angry and they do share, those are the more powerful moments when they can really get down in the nitty gritty about how frustrated they are. And usually when they're talking, you can almost see them realizing for themselves what they did wrong or how to not do that again and i've noticed that sometimes like the hard asses have very little patience for people like that they don't like people relapsing and bringing that in and they would offer more tough love to that person and sometimes that's just not what the person needs well uh yeah that's it I hope you guys found that at least either entertaining or somewhat amusing. I found myself early on kind of assigning these labels to some people in meetings that I've gone to. And obviously, I'd never say it out loud to them, but it was just kind of a fun little way to categorize people, if you will. So I should be doing an interview tomorrow morning. And then after I get that all cut up and edited all that stuff it should be out next monday so look out for that should be a good one and remember to share the show like the show all that jazz you can find me on twitter at sober dad pod send me an email at sober dad podcast at gmail.com and with all that said i'm john skillman and remember to raise your kids and not classes